When I first read this poem, the last lines made me gasp with surprise. They also confused me, as I think they're meant to, because the writing suddenly expands and the skies open, promising something almost too weighty for the poet's argument to bear. Philip Larkin is, of course, the master of charting quotidian disappointments, how small failures can build until they define a life. All of us, I suspect, have felt what he feels, and some of us have longed for a redemptive, defining experience of the sort that the snow-white unicorn in this poem represents. It is this longing that Shakespeare tapped into when he wrote his last plays, and this poem, like those plays, articulates an uncertainty about the significance of that longing. Is hope for redemption, forgiveness, or validation a fantasy? Is resignation to something imperfect or essentially meaningless the only rational option when evaluating one's own life? Or is it possible, against all argument, as Larkin puts it, that we can believe in the possibility of a fabulous unicorn? I suppose I hope the latter option is viable, but I am uncertain. And that is why the emotional fragility of this poem dries my throat. I see a girl dragged by the wrists across a dazzling field of snow. And there is nothing in me that resists. Once it would not be so. Once I should choke with powerless jealousies. But now I seem devoid of subtlety, as simple as the things I see, being no more, no less than two weak eyes. There is snow everywhere. Snow in one blinding light, even snow smudged in her hair as she laughs and struggles and pretends to fight. And still, I have no regret. Nothing so wild, nothing so glad as she rears up in me and would not, though I watched an hour yet. So I walk on. Perhaps what I desired, that long and sickly hope someday to be as she is, gave a flicker and expired. For the first time, I'm content to see what poor mortar and bricks I have to build with, knowing that I can never in 70 years be more a man than now, a sack of meal upon two sticks. So I walk on. And yet, the first bricks laid, else how should two old ragged men, clearing the drifts with shovels and a spade, bring up to my mind fever pitch again. How should they sweep the girl clean from my heart with no more done than to stand coughing in the sun, then stoop and shovel snow onto a cart? The beauty dries my throat. Now they express all that's content to wear a worn-out coat, all actions done in patient hopelessness, all that ignores the silences of death, thinking no further than the hand can hold, all that grows old, yet works on uselessly with shortened breath. Damn all explanatory rhymes, to be that girl. But that's impossible for me, 
the tasks to learn, the many times when I must stoop and throw a shovelful. I must repeat until I live the fact that everything's remade with shovel and spade, that each dull day and each despairing act builds up the crags from which the spirit leaps. The beast most innocent that is so fabulous it never sleeps. If I can keep against all argument such image of a snow-white unicorn, then as I pray, it may, for sanctuary, descend at last to me and put into my hand its golden horn. <laughs>